Hi, welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast, where we delve into the powerful benefits of a holistic high raw vegan lifestyle for achieving optimal health, brain function, and overall well-being, and not just personal health, right? We're also passionate about community development and creating a culture of health through business and collaboration. Join us as we explore the intersection of raw food, holistic health, and community building to empower ourselves and others to live our best lives. I'm your host, Samantha Salmon, Certified Integrative Nutrition Coach and Brain Health Licensed Trainer. And today, we're going to be talking about maximizing energy and joy through healthy eating habits. Uh, But before we get started, I wanted to point you to a couple of resources on the site that will be very helpful to you on this healthy lifestyle journey. Uh, We have on there a checklist to diversify your gut microbiome and um, a resource sheet to practice, help you practice intermittent fasting. Your gut microbiome is essential to various bodily functions, including your digestion, metabolism, immune system function, and even mental health. So by diversifying it, you can promote a healthy balance of bacteria, which can lead to improved digestion, stronger immunity, and better mood and brain function. Okay, that's why we created the handy checklist on how to diversify your gut microbiome, which you can access for free at rawfoodmealplanner.com. If you go to just the homepage, the the link is right there. And uh, we have another fantastic resource, as I mentioned, on practicing intermittent fasting. And, you know, intermittent fasting has been shown to aid in excess fat release, improve insulin sensitivity, reduce inflammation, and enhance brain function. These are all the reasons why I've been doing it for years and why I continue to promote this uh, way of life and encourage my clients and listeners to do the same. By getting started, can be um, it can be you know inspiring, invigorating because you you know that that goal is coming, right? However, it can also be overwhelming getting started, right? There are a lot of things that. Um, the body will do that will may make you feel like you're on the wrong track when it comes to intermittent fasting, like physical pain. I've been there, right? Um, and just having cramps and all of these things. I've been there. This is, you know, my personal experience, but you can break through by just knowing some quick tips and tricks to allow you, um, to be successful in this. Um, some of these tips and tricks I've given on this podcast. So hopefully if you have time, you're going for a run. Definitely. Uh, this podcast, the raw food health empowerment podcast, we have tons of episodes that you can listen to when you're out for a walk or run or whatever you like to do as your daily, um, cardiovascular activity or even weight training activity. You can listen to these episodes and get some tips on all sorts of things we share on the podcast, but when it comes to intermittent fasting, I've gone, in, I've gone even deeper on this um, resource for you because the, the things that tend to trip folks up is stress, lack of sleep, um, things of that nature. So we're talking about all of that and how to stay motivated on the, on the journey. So you wanna download these resources at rawfoodmealplanner.com 
And for folks who have been asking me for meal plans, we do have free meal plans on the site, but I know some of the links are broken. But I do have an offering for you right now, um, which is the 30 day raw vegan challenge. And it has a, a full 30 day meal plan with it, with calorie information, macro information. For those of you who are really active and you need to track that, you could download this resource as well when you sign up for the 30 day raw vegan challenge. So that 30 day raw meal plan, it's not a high raw meal plan, it's 100% raw. Some of the recipes do have options um, for like steaming things if you wanna make certain uh, green softer, um, but I, you know, it's still, it's, it's just an option, you know, for those who are probably like, I can't do this specific thing that raw, you know, because it either hurts my gums. You know, I have, I have clients I have coached and folks in the community who listen and in my, uh, raw food health empowerment circle, Facebook group, and on my email list who are older and maybe not even so old, but you know, they may have dentures and things like that and, or they've lost teeth. You know, I know I have a gap with no tooth. So I understand that some of these foods when they're not, you know, soft, right? With some vegetables raw can be really tough on the gums, things like cabbage or Brussels sprouts, even when you cut them really fine, right? Sometimes they can be a little bit of a challenge. So that option is there for you in this raw uh, meal plan. So give it a try, uh, test it out, give it 30 days, and, and let me know how you did, like how how um, the whole challenge went for you and how you're feeling about eating raw and where you think you'll land on the spectrum. I have gone through this whole journey myself over a number of years and settled in a sustainable lifestyle that works for me, which is high raw vegan. So it's not 100% raw, but it's high raw. Eating the foods that I love um, the way I love them, with the majority of it being raw and some of them being cooked, you know? And um, yeah, this is, this is you, in order for you to get to a place where you have a great relationship with food um, and you know how to eat, and live so that your body can maintain an optimal weight, optimal digestion, optimal metabolic function, mental function, all of that, then it just, everything just becomes so streamlined, right? But you have to go through the training first in order to, to know how to treat your body. All right, so those are the resources available for you. The 30 Day Raw Vegan Challenge that link is gonna be in the show notes and um, the free resources on rawfoodmealplanner.com will also be in the show notes um, that I mentioned on the checklist to diversify your gut microbiome and the resource on how to um, stick to your intermittent fasting routine. So to get into today's episode, we are talking about maximizing energy and um, joy through healthy eating habits. Now, what does healthy eating have to do with a joyful mood and, and high energy, right? Maybe you probably know for the energy part, but maybe you don't know for the joyful mood part, right? So first, let's, let's kind of touch on um, the importance of healthy eating habits. If you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I feel like you probably already know why it's important to eat healthy. 
Um, unhealthy eating habits can mess up your whole energy and mood, all right? So for me personally, I know processed foods has made me um, feel really heavy and tired, right? And the way, for me personally, the way I get paid, right? The way that I ensure a quality of life for myself financially is through my creativity and being resourceful and basically my mind. My mind has to operate uh, well, right? If, if my mind's not operating well, obviously I'm not thinking well, I'm not making good decisions. And if I'm not making good decisions and I cannot execute on my work, then um, I'm not able to give value, in which case I lose out on income opportunities. Um, and then you can think about what happens there, right? Once there's no financial inflows, what happens, right? I saw that firsthand um, in Los Angeles, you know, with the homelessness situation. It scared me to bits, let me tell you. You know, anxiety, I've had anxiety attacks before going to Los Angeles, but Los Angeles was like, whoa. You know, you can know a thing intellectually, but when you see it in real life, it's like, wow, that's scary, right? And some of these people um, are actually working, you know? Um, but this is why, you know, like we are living in a very competitive environment right now. And so your unique selling proposition, what you bring to the table as a, as a person, whether you're an employee, entrepreneur, whatever it is, right? You need, you need some kind of value potential in order to, to um, make money, survive and thrive in this world right now. And um, the f certain foods that I was eating in the past was actually affecting, affecting my energy levels to produce. So I had to make a change. I had to cut processed food out. I even more recently in Los Angeles, I had to cut out uh, refined sugar. And where was that refined sugar showing up? It was showing up in kombucha. I had to get rid of kombucha, right? Um, the, not only just because like the, um, we call it in Polish, gazowane. I don't know what you call it in English anymore. Cause when I learn new words, all of a sudden I, I forget the old words. <laughs> so, um, but basically a sparkling, like sparkling nature of it. It's not, you know, it's like, it has all this fizz and gas, right? Like the soda carbonated is carbonated. That's the word that I'm looking for. If you have a history of acid reflux, carbonated drinks is not the business, right? You're just going to have pain. It's going to trigger discomfort. And so, but I would minimize that by just having, um, like four ounces at a time, especially since it was so sweet. You know, I, I probably said on the podcast before that I love GTS kombucha because it basically tastes like soda. It's so good. And of course the justification was, well, you know, it has, it has healthy bacteria, right? It's, it's uh, probiotic. So, um, you know, <laughs> it's good for my gut, but in actuality, the amount of sugar in it was not good for my gut. Um, and more importantly, not good for my brain because, the sugar made me irritable. It had me um, like really uh, feeling like I was spiraling, you know, mentally out of control, like just not, not in control of my thoughts, my mood, my um, nerves, right? Because the, the sugar was creating like anxiousness in me, 
right? Um, and yes, there's external forces. However, the there are we like you could have two people looking at the same thing, but how they feel about that thing is different, right? There's psychological reasons for that, but there's also physical reasons for that. And I had pinpointed that I could do better on some of those physical sources uh, while also working on my psychological, you know? Um, and now as a brain health licensed trainer, I have even way more tools in the toolbox, but even prior to this, you know, I have been pretty much involved in all things stress relief related for quite some time. I think like at least since my Chicago days. So since 2012, probably since my first panic attack, which I think was like 2010, 2011, something like that. Um, so yes, this is important. This is why healthy eating is important for me because healthy eating allows me to make money and not only make money, but create quality of life for myself. And that is the dots I'm connecting for you. Without healthy food, I have no energy and no cognitive abilities to focus and be creative um, to come up with come up with unique ways of solving problems to support the people I support, right? Um, who in turn pay me, right? So um, all of it is connected, right? Not to mention the fact that I'm not spending a whole bunch of time and money being in and out of doctor's offices for issues that are preventable and reversible. This is really what we're teaching here on this podcast is how to eat in a way where you don't have to be dependent on pharmaceutical drugs or the medical system. However, if you do end up in a situation and you do have to engage with the medical system, eating this way is also beneficial because it's going to support your body in the healing process. If you need to go through surgery for whatever reason, you can recover faster, quicker, eating healthy, eating clean, eating a high raw vegan diet. If you're in a crisis situation, um, you will recover from that a lot faster eating a raw vegan diet. And then, you know, once you get into a, a, a more sustainable um, level where you're, you're, you're not in crisis anymore, then consist, you know, continuing on a high raw vegan lifestyle is going to help you in the long run to continue to avoid, you know, health emergencies. All right. So we want to just build up, build up that habit of, of healthy eating for our energy, for our mood, um, so that we can do good work in this world, get paid handsomely for it, and also show up um, as best as we can for ourselves and our family, right? To, to show up and be great um, ambassadors for this lifestyle just by being an awesome human being. And um, they have research studies out there that great leaders actually take care of themselves. And I think healthy eating is the, is the best self-care practice there that's out there. You know, that's one of the things. We also need to sleep. We need to rest. We need to not overwork ourselves, right? We need to be reasonable about, reasonable about um, setting healthy boundaries, you know, especially when it comes to work and um, obligations to other people, things of that nature. So what are the key components of a healthy diet? Let's dig into that. This is something you're going to have to kind of find out for yourself, like exactly 
what works for you. Cause so I have, like I mentioned at the top of this episode, a 30 day raw vegan challenge that comes with a 30 day raw meal plan, right? Now, um, the way I eat may be very different than that meal plan, okay? And the way you eat after you finish the challenge may be very different from that meal plan as well because what, what that challenge is gonna help you figure out is what works for you and what doesn't work for you and how you can tweak things to support your body your and your body's health and proper functioning while also um, getting what you need out of it, right? So it's it's kind of like it's I wouldn't even say it's a it's a it's a compromise. I wouldn't say it's a compromise. I would say you're finding basically sustainability. What is sustainable? How do I eat clean in a sustainable fashion, right? Perfectionism isn't it. And for those who say 100% raw is perfection, um, eh, I'm not sure. Each of our bodies are very unique and very different, right? Um, our, our gut microbiomes is as unique to us as our fingerprints, right? So if that's the case, that may mean that maybe being 100% raw isn't the best for me, right? <laughs> you know, I don't know. For some people, it may be. If they feel like they're thriving on it, then yes, definitely. But if you feel like you are sacrificing more than you're gaining being 100% raw, we want to explore... <clears throat> where adjustments are needed in order to um, feel your best and also give your body your best, right? So we go deeper in this um, to help you support you individually with coaching, right? But if you're doing this on your own, these are some of the things that you're going to want to think about, right? How you could fine tune things and dial it down. So for me personally, a balanced diet really um, for me, looks like having, I have my fruits in the morning and I also have some leafy greens, like I'll have leafy greens in a smoothie, um, or I may just have whole fruit in the morning, but I'll get my greens in, in my lunch dinner. My lunch dinner is actually just one meal because I tend to just have two meals. I do intermittent fasting. So around three o'clock, I'm pretty much done eating for the day. Um, and I make sure I have cruciferous vegetables is the base of my meal, right? So I have some green cruciferous, if it's kale, cabbage, broccoli sprouts, you know, something like this. Um, and then I'll have my protein, so that's typically some beans. I might even have, um, which is, pro is the most processed food that I consume these days is... Um, is uh is from thrive market it's a pasta made from from garbanzo beans um but it's organic right and it's from thrive market i i don't know the brand to tell you i'd have to look it up actually let me let me look it up for you um <clears throat> oh it's, it's actually just thrive market brand uh chickpea pasta and i get it in penne or shells right so that's the most processed food that i eat so that, that's considered a protein, right? Because it's made from chickpeas or I'll have actual like beans. I might have some either garbanzo beans, black beans, pinto beans, or some kind of lentil, um, which I get sprouted from Thrive. Um, or I'll have quinoa, which is also a protein source. So I have my protein and I have my green cruciferous vegetables 
or I'll have some leafy, leafy greens, but it's typically, I'm definitely having crucifers, even if I have leafy greens added. So it'll, it'll be kale, it'll be cabbage, it'll be um, Brussels sprouts. I may even throw in some beets in there. I've been really loving beets. Um, and then my healthy fat is, is avocado. So I always make sure there's avocado on hand. So for me, this is a healthy, balanced diet that works really well for me right now and also intermittent fasting. So I finish eating at three, I make sure I'm completely satisfied. And when I eat like this, I am very satisfied. The crucifers fill me up and don't add any calories, right? So the calories that I'm getting is coming from my fat source, the fruits in the morning, and coconut aminos, honestly. Like, <laughs> coconut aminos is my highest, other than the fruits, my highest calorie-containing food of consumption, um, which I don't do all the time, but I do do it once in a while um, throughout the month because I do love coconut aminos. It tastes so good. But um, in terms of tips for incorporating healthy eating habits for yourself, right? Uh, you may want to plan meals ahead of time. For me, I don't, I don't plan meals ahead of time anymore because I've already planned like I don't plan specific meals ahead of time for the most part anymore because I know generally how I eat which is what I explained to you so when I go grocery shopping I stock up on fruits um I stock up on avocados I stock up, stock up on crucifers so I make sure I have these categories I know I have to fill and I have them and if I'm home and I'm hungry I can put up, put something together with whatever is on hand and just empty out my fridge, empty out my cupboards, you know, because I have my staple items. You'll get to a place where you have your staples so you can just rotate through your staples. That's how I eat. And that's why for me, between uh, the fact that I, you know, work from home um, so I can, for the most part, kind of dictate for myself when I want to, when I want to eat and uh, when I wanna take a break to prep my food and stuff like this, and I just go do it, and I have a Ninja Foodie nine in one, right? So, you know, for my um, beans and things, I just throw them in there, and it's a set it and forget it, right? It just, you know, does what it does. All the other stuff, I'm just chopping up, throwing it in a, in a bowl, add in my seasoning, or typically if I have my beans, I'll just add the seasoning to the beans, and add it to my salad, so my salad is pretty much dry, but I like to eat it like that. I like to eat, my salad doesn't have to be all seasoned up like I used to do in the past because I'm adding like something else with seasoning and I add it with it with my avocados and um, I'm good to go. So this is just a, ha it's, it's, it's a habit that I have gotten into um, that eventually you could kind of think about where you wanna end up as you go through your own process and, and just, you know, little by little work yourself towards that. Um, I love, and this is kind of why it's like a whole lifestyle for me, you know, this thing. Being able to dictate, like I remember being in school, right, in high school, where you had to have lunch at a certain time and every year it would change because they would give you, I went to a, a, a private high school, so if any of y'all are familiar with um, the Mary Lewis Academy, in um on hillside in queens <laughs> new york 
you know, you come in freshman year and let's say your lunchtime is 12 o'clock, then sophomore year, it's one o'clock, then junior year, it's 11 o'clock. You know, they kind of, they switch it up every year because they need, they can only fit so many students in the, in the cafeteria, I guess. So they have to kind of rotate people and rotate lunchtimes. Now, this killed me at the time. I'm pretty sure I had some level of insulin resistance because if I didn't go without food for three hours, like I would be so like I would be in so much pain. I would be so irritable. I would be so nasty. My mood was just, you know, like I just I was so uncomfortable. I was physically uncomfortable. And I'm like, I I even talk about it to this day, like how much I hated the fact that someone else was trying to tell me when I could eat. I mean, it's just so crazy to me, right? But we do it not even just in school, but like in the workplace, you know, we have folks that are like, okay, this is your lunch time. And like, but why? Like if I'm hungry at 10 a.m., I wanna eat at 10 a.m., you know what I'm saying? Now, when you fall into your own rhythm, you're probably gonna find that you get hungry consistently at a certain time because your body works on a circadian rhythm. It likes routine, right? So it's gonna find its own routine and rhythm that works for it. But even within that, all of us have different circadian rhythms. So when we get hungry is gonna really vary. So for me, it's like a whole lifestyle, you know? I When I get hungry, I wanna listen to my body's hunger cues and eat when I'm hungry. And being at home, you know, when I'm full, I just pack up the stuff and put it away. I don't have to continue eating. It actually works in my benefit if I'm full and I have food left over. That's less work for me to do the next day, right? Um, but if you're working in an office environment or on the go, it's the same situation. You know, you eat this type of way where you can really satisfy yourself with food, listen to your body, and don't overeat. It's really gonna help you because you can have really healthy food, overeat, and feel lethargic and you know not able to focus and just wanting to lay down and go to bed. And that's because not necessarily because the food is bad, right? Because you're eating healthy food, but because the body has to use a lot of energy to process and digest that food. So it doesn't really have it to like, to give you energy to just enjoy the rest of the day, right? So it's something to be mindful about. And in terms of the connection between um, food and mood, certain foods and certain nutrients can impact our mood substantially. Like, Omega-3 fatty acids, right, is another one that affects brain func function and cognitive abilities. It also affects our hormones. And if our hormones are out of whack, that also affects our mood. Um, drinking things like caffeine and sugar or just consuming them um, can also affect our mood, make us irritable um, and or just what, like anxious and, um, you know, it can affect our mood in a variety of ways. I'm pretty sure you probably had a situation where either caffeine has affected you or sugar has affected you. I know for me personally, um, caffeine, not so much because I'm not a, really a caffeine drinker. The most caffeine I get is from green tea and I haven't had any negative effects. You know, I only drink like a cup of green tea a day, but and not every day. That's kind of more of a once in a while type of situation. Probably probably like, let's say 20 days out of the month, you know, cause it's just when I feel like it. Um, 
but I'm pretty sure you've probably had your own experience. But I know for me, sugar definitely has impacted uh, my brain function and just had me almost feeling like I was gut becoming bipolar or something like this. Like it was really messing with my brain. And now, and having studied with um, Dr. Amen, I understand now why, you know? <laughs> it's like you, you see these things and you learn these things, even in, in nutrition studies, like, oh, don't do sugar, blah, blah, blah. But if you're a somewhat healthy individual, you're like, what's the big deal, you know? If I have sugar once in a while, you know? You, of course, you, I personally wouldn't wanna have refined sugar too often because I'm concerned about my teeth and I hate teeth pain, right? I'm a, pain is a huge motivator for me. So there's a lot of things I don't do because I don't want to feel pain. Um, but it's like, oh, if I have like a, a vegan chocolate chip cookie once a week, like what is the big deal, right? But if my brain is such where I feel like I'm mentally unraveling, yes, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, <laughs> um, so I had to, I had to cut that sugar out, cut it down, cut it out. Um, I know my mom, she talks a lot about her journey with sugar. She was really into sugar, but her sister told her that the sugar would rot in her bones and basically just disintegrate it into dust. And that was a motivator for her to stop uh, consuming refined sugar. So, you know, for some of us, certain things work for some of us, right? Um, you gotta find your motivator. Um, and then also these foods affect the microbiome, right? So that's part of it, like why, um, not, not only is it affecting, like can affect brain flow and function to the brain, but the, the microbiome is being affected. The microbiome actually sends neurotransmitters to the brain, um, that will signal certain things, signal cravings for certain things, right? And I will have a ton of resources for you in the sh on the blog um, to this episode on the role of gut health and mood and energy levels because I think it's so important for us to get uh, really clear on that. So just to wrap up this episode so it doesn't go too long, I, I hope this has been helpful for you in terms of kind of showcasing the importance of healthy e eating habits and how it affects our energy and joy. And honestly, there's one thing to like, just kind of hear the things, but have you noticed anything about the, the foods that you're eating and how it impacts the way you feel, your own joy and your own energy? Are you finding that things are, certain foods are depleting your energy, certain foods are giving you energy? I would love to hear from you. So you can let me know um, via email at rawfoodmealplanner.com. Um, at gmail.com or info at rawfoodmealplanner.com. Just shoot me an email and let me know. I'd love to hear your personal experience uh, with this. And thank you so much for tuning in today.